As a leader or somebody working in a team, how can you improve the performance of those within your team as well as improve the performance of the team overall? In this podcast, I'm going to explain a few key questions that can help you and your team elevate to a whole new level of performance. I'm also going to explain a core concept that has helped me and and our team improve our performance. You are listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast. My name is Caleb and supporting this show is my teammate Tatsuya Murao. If we take a step back and talk about individual performance from a fundamental level, what do you need to do to improve your individual performance? Everybody is different, but once you answer those questions, then it's a lot easier to answer the question of how to improve the performance of the entire team. If individuals within the team aren't performing well, how can you expect the team to perform at an outstanding level? It just doesn't happen that way, in my experience. Once we talk about team performance and break down team performance into individual parts, then we can understand which individuals and which pieces of the team need to improve. So one of the ways and analogies that I enjoy thinking about team performance is in group sports or, uh, or competitive sports. And I'm going to use the analogy and or the, the team of Barcelona. If you follow soccer at all or don't know anything about soccer, you may at least know the name Messi, M-E-S-I. And if you don't, just YouTube him and you can find a whole bunch of amazing clips about scoring goals, etc. But what Barcelona decided to do was decided to gather a few key stars into one team and build an entire team around those key stars. And so from the very beginning, they had Messi, which is a very short, fast player who likes to work in small spaces. And so if you have an all-star player like that, how do you utilize him to the best of his ability and leverage a team to work with that skill set and the entire sets of skills that the other team team players have. And so what they developed is a series of strategies and tactics that uh, is known in the soccer world as tiki-taka, which is pretty much a way of managing short passes all the way down the field. And so instead of doing these long passes to one player or running very quickly down the field like other teams would do. What they do is they just pass to each other really quickly and pretty much wear the team, the the opponent out. And through that, it becomes very unpredictable as to where the ball will go, where the attack will be from. And it allows for players like Messi to be utilized the best because they can be utilized in quick passes and in small spaces. And so bringing this back to our world of of working in development or analytics or team setting, how can we apply that to our individual situation? And what my suggestion is, is to understand which individuals within your team are performing at an elite level. From there, it's a lot easier to build a team around those elite team members and augment their skills. So for example, if you have somebody who's extremely good at programming Python for AI, for example, 
then what do you need to do to take all the hurdles out of their way so that they can do what they do the best? And what that means is that you could have other individual teammates support them in that decision or support them in in that endeavor so that they can yield the best results and be able to move forward as quickly as possible because the other teammates are clearing the way for them. And so that their teammate doesn't have, that elite teammate doesn't have to be bogged down with all the mundane things while they just are really, really good at a few different pieces. And so it comes down to what makes a good individual performer and where can you get the best individual performance out of your your teammates. And everybody operates differently. So in the context of remote work, some teammates are are better off not driving into the office. And a lot of times they enjoy spending their, their mornings just coding away or making a breakthrough because the the block between let's say 8 and 11 is when they have the most creativity or productivity others on the other hand want to just get out of the house get into the office and start crunching work and start getting work done and so it's an individual preference as far as how they want their day to go but if you can as a team member allow for that individual preference to yield better results on an individual level then your team will perform at an elite level that you haven't experienced before. So that's what I would say is that understand the individual needs of your teammates and what skills that they are exceptional at and build a team around those skill sets and make it possible for them to excel in the best way possible. Here are a few different questions that have helped us pave the way to be an exceptional team. The first question is this, how do you manage your time? It's a simple question of of how do you manage your time? Everybody answers that differently. Some people enjoy managing their time in a way that is in hour chunks or 30 minute chunks. Other people will zone into a specific project and will manage their time in larger chunks because they need a bigger amount of space in order to do deep work. And so that's the question, how do you manage your time? Secondly, how do you manage your team and their performance? It's a simple question as well, but it also it helps explain what tools and what abilities can you achieve through their performance. So for example, if you manage your team in a way that is very on hands-on, then as a manager, as a leader, it's often preferable for you to have everybody in the office. But if you have a more hands-off approach and your your team is able to get their work done in, in flexible ways, then it allows for you to work remote or work from home, etc. The third question is, what struggles or difficulties do you have in being remote? And the follow-up is, what can you do to overcome those difficulties or struggles? Once you understand the, the pieces that are very difficult to overcome when it comes to being remote, then you can identify the ways in which you can overcome them. So for example, in our case at Arcos Analytics, one of our struggles just with being remote work is just being in contact with each other, with being able to get work done quickly and efficiently. And one of the ways that we've done that is that in the beginning of the week, I just ask and we ask each other, what are the things that we're doing this week? And how are the ways that each of us can help each other out? 
And so if, if there's a team and everybody explains, hey, this is what I'm working on this week, this is what I need help with, then it creates a relationship to where everybody can understand where everybody is at the beginning of the week and how they can contribute to everybody else's performance as a team. So here are the three questions again. The first is, how do you manage your time? Secondly, how do you manage your team and their performance? And the third is, what struggles or difficulties do you have in being remote? If you can answer these questions and develop strategies and tactics around how to be a better remote working team, then your individual performance as a team member and the overall performance of your team will increase dramatically.